Hi, Rav Judy here, Masachat Ediot, Perak Gimel, Mishnah Vav, dedicated towards Tzchot of Rafua Shlema, for Tova, Miriam, Batevora, Mendel. Um, this Mishnah, which continues with the next debate between Rabbi Dosa and the Chachamim, is unfortunately a sad glimpse at some of what history, Jewish history and general history has contained. It says, Hashvuya Ochalabatruma, Tiv Rabbi Dosa. What happens when a Kohen's wife is taken captive by Gentiles, idolaters, um, so there's a question, and the issue is that eating truma, eating this part that people put aside from their crops to give to Kohanim, so it's really, we call it, you know, mishulchad gavoa, it's a little bit of debate in the Gemara, but it's basically Hashem's property that Kohanim are allowed to eat. They have to eat it when they're tahor, and it's very special, and it's holy, and there are restrictions. And if, unfortunately, a Kohen's wife was taken captive and was raped by Gentiles, she would now no longer, she would be disqualified from being able to eat the truma. And it's sad, I mean, she'd still be able to eat other things, but, um, but this particular would be, would be taken away. And so in that sad state of affairs, Rabbi Dosa says, if we don't know that something happened, you can assume that a Kohen's wife who was taken captive was not raped, because we don't necessarily have to assume that all the Gentiles around us necessarily are so lawless, depraved, I'm not sure what word I'm looking for, as to, as to attack those who they have, uh, and, and, be, and be violent and, and rape those whom they have taken captive. The rabbis say it's not so simple, actually. It depends on the case. Sometimes Some captive women will be able to still eat truma afterwards if they're married to Kohen, and some will not. How so? If the way that we know that she was taken captive is, she comes back from a trip, and when she shows up, it is she is the one who tells us that she was taken captive. And then she says, I was taken captive, but they didn't lay a finger on me. They, they locked me up, and then they, eventually I got out. I escaped. They let me go, whatever. So, this is a principle that shows up elsewhere in Shas. Literally, the mouth that forbade is the mouth that permits. It means, we're not going to listen to her, we're not going to listen to her. If we're taking her word for it, that she was taken captive then we also should take her word for it that nothing happened. Because the only way we know she was taken captive was because she said so. So you, if you believe her, then you believe her all the way through and you don't worry about it, then she can eat truma. But, if the way that we know that she was taken captive is that there are witnesses she was taken captive. So it's not based on her word that we believe this, but rather based on other evidence. And she protests and says, yes, but nothing happened. Unfortunately, we can't assume that they didn't attack her and she's denying it for, for her own interests. Uh, but we can't assume, unfortunately, that they have not taken advantage of her and been violent with her. Um, and so in the meantime, if we know independently that she was taken captive, we have to treat it as if something happened and she can't eat from Truma.